Howdy, and welcome back to another invigorating episode of Ball Talk, where we are, our opinions are final, just like many referees, even though they're probably wrong. Mm-hmm. I'm Michael Singley, your host, and a little fun fact about me is that my favorite hockey team is the Carolina Hurricanes. Bandwagon. No, I'm kidding. Uh, I'm Austin Tomlinson. Uh, this is the first time Michael's actually remembered yes, the full let's, intro. Let's round of applause. I'm very proud. Round of applause for Michael. <laughs> it's the first uh, episode back. I had to remember at least once. Have I mentioned that I really like the the Charlotte Hornets? Yes, you have. <laughs> okay. Give us a fun fact with the Charlotte Hornets, Austin. Um, they were called the Charlotte Bobcat for a while, and they were owned by uh, the the guy from basketball. The guy from basketball. There's a lot. Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan. <laughs> I don't know why that took me a minute. You could say the guy from Space Jam. <laughs> the, yeah, the guy from Space Jam. Most famous for Space Jam. Yeah, no other reason. <laughs> so LeBron James? Yeah. We don't talk about that one. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> the home's a disgrace to humanity. Anyway, uh, my name is Zachary Todd. My favorite hockey team, as many of you probably know at this point, are the Nashville Predators. And uh, joining us well, again, it's uh, been a little while. Teams. We have a special guest, but hopefully becomes more regular. Hi, I'm Patrick Smith. Um, my favorite hockey team is I don't have one. Good answer. Good answer. Oh, no, hold on, hold on, hold on. Right. Where in Texas my, are you my, from? No, no, no. My favorite hockey team is the Sudbury Blueberry Bulldogs. <laughs> <laughs> is that a real thing? Yeah, from Shorzy. Oh, right. What was that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. I like Shorzy. That's a good show. Oh, yeah. Um. Okay. Anyway, this episode probably going to be a little bit shorter one, but we are finally back from winter break. Sorry about the hiatus. Um, might be going in some MLB free agency uh, in the Carlos Correa saga. Yeah, be that that was. I, I mean, great because yeah. my Go, team got the yeah. got him. Yep. <laughs> um, for some reason, people are weird about his ankle from like five years ago. But um, anyway, uh, after well, that, coincidence, the team that already paid him was fine with his ankle yeah. that they've already looked at. <laughs> right. Um, and then we're probably gonna go in some NFL because the playoffs are happening right now. We're in the Conference championships. We're down to two apiece on either side. We'll give our uh, Super Bowl predictions, and hopefully, I am correct. Um, and who will maybe win? And then, if we want to be so bold, we can predict next year's World Series way in advance. Just be fun. Way in advance. Super in advance. Even though MLB is like, like we should wait towards the end of the semester no. to make those predictions. No, World Series predictions now. No. There's not much that's going to change at this point. Yeah. Some of the, a lot of the big ones are handled. The uh, MLB is already posted like their top ten power rankings. Uh, I'm, I was very happy because the Astros were one and the Mets were two. <laughs> You're a happy man. I'm a least. very happy man. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, how was y'all's break? It's all right. Solid. Cold. Cold. <laughs> Where'd you go? Uh, Amarillo. Oh, that is cold. That is, yeah. That's great. It was a... I did not go to Minnesota. You didn't do your due diligence? No, I didn't. I did not. I was not cold. You were not cold. <laughs> I was pretty cold uh, up in uh, Franklin. You probably wouldn't have made it back. From Minnesota, because all those storms. I mean, yeah, there were storms, but there were still gaps. You could, That's you could fair. fly out. Yeah. Um, up in Amarillo, I was driving and everything, and there was ice on the power lines. Ooh. It was like 33 degrees, so it started melting. And we're driving like, I'm driving like 70 mm-hmm. on the road. It was the speed limit. <laughs> it is Texas. Yeah, but it kept coming off the power lines and hitting our car. Ooh. That's like, no fun. I was like, oh. That's terrifying. <laughs> like icicles just falling on your car. Yeah. But they were hollow, so like they didn't it do just any shattered. damage. Yeah. It just like went. Yeah, it freaked you like, out. Oh, okay. I did visit my sister up in DFW, and some kids in her neighborhood did decide to slash everybody's tires in the neighborhood, including my tires. <laughs> Little pricks. Yeah. Oh, that's, yeah, but yes. <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, so I did have to get have to get those replaced, and the police are probably never going to follow up on it. Yeah, but we, we probably. All did call. Okay, well at least you did your due diligence there. But anyway, anyway uh, my break's pretty good. Uh, I went on a cruise. Mexico was fun. It was warm, and then we came back right when the northerner hit, as like in Galveston. <laughs> so we got off the cruise ship. I'm in my jeans and like you know long sleeve shirt because I'm like, okay. It's me cold. It's like. 19 degrees. <laughs> I was freezing on the walk back to the car. Um, 19 degrees is nothing. I'm kidding. I know you're from South Texas. It is cold. <laughs> uh, but anyway, let's get into uh, talking about some sports. How about that? All right. Well, I think we should get it out of the way first. Go ahead, Zach. Talk about the World Series. Every- Do your World Series World's- thing so we world's- don't have to. <laughs> 
Yeah, because yeah, we didn't talk about World Cup. World Cup. <laughs> All right, let's go. Argentina won. Yes, I know I was written for the United States, but last episode you saw the United States got eliminated. But Argentina won, which means Lionel Messi got his first World Cup. He has accomplished everything there is to soccer, and he's officially better than Cristiano Ronaldo. Okay, on the real sports. <laughs> real sports now. Okay. All right. So American sports. America sports. Cricket. No, I'm kidding. That's not an American sport. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, but MLB, um, some world, some trade deadlines. Uh, yes. It's not official. It hasn't finished yet. But free agency stuff, the big saga over the break was the Carl's Correa saga, yes. as I like to call it. How he was signed by three teams. He was signed by three teams. <laughs> um, we will go in order. He first signed with the Giants for a 13-year deal, so he wouldn't have been playing since Who he was... also signed Darren Judge, except not really. Except not really. <laughs> Thanks, ESPN. Um, so his deal there is like thirteen million for two hundred sixty-five million. Sorry, thirteen years, two hundred sixty-five million, something crazy like yeah. that. He wouldn't playing since he, till he's forty-one, yeah. which for a shortstop you're not playing that long. Yeah. And so if, when I first saw that trail, that deal, I was like, there's no way. And then, ooh, he has an ankle injury from like five, five years ago that the doctors are really worried about for Giants. some reason. Yes, yeah, I said the doctors. No, you said you said jump Dodgers. I said the doctors. Oh, doctors. I yeah. thought you said the Dodgers. No. <laughs> I was hoping he'd go to the Dodgers, honestly, because that was just funny. I mean, yeah, but I knew they were never going yeah. to try it. No. So um, and then after the Giants released him, I guess if you can call it a release, um, he went to the Mets. I would have been happy with him with the Mets. You know, they, they are all, all teams, when they go and get that medical inspection, they have the right to back out of the Yeah, field. for sure. Uh, I just thought it was kind of weird that, you know, a seven-year-old or five-year-old injury is just freaking them out for some reason. But I guess if you're paying someone that much money, I would. The Mets went to like three hundred million. No, it was it was a little cheaper. It's two hundred oh. million for twelve years. So you've been playing since until he's forty. Um, and then I was no, really. No, it's not two hundred million. It was something. It was a lot of money, but I, I think it was because isn't that what the Twins ended up doing with two hundred million? Maybe I don't for remember. Six years. Yeah. But Sorry, I uh, the no, you're good. But the Mets uh, then got on the Carlos Correa train, even though they have Francisco Lindor. So I guess Lindor would go to second. Correa would play shortstop or something like that. Was their thinking? But they already have Jeff McNeil at second base. So we're the Mets offered him three fifteen mil. Okay. For twelve yeah. years. Okay. Yeah, that sounds much more accurate. Yeah, the Mets or would be the Mets and still be the highest paying office even without that deal. Um, but. And then same ankle injury was freaking them out, so they backed out of that deal as well. And then, and then he uh, he waddled his way back to Minnesota, and he's like, "Please, Minnesota, can I be on your team?" And they said, "Yes, Mr. Correa." It's like finally a team that doesn't care about my my ankle, <laughs> right? And God, he's he's getting paid a lot more per year. He's gonna yes, be there for six year, years, but he's only gonna be there for six years, which is you know. Reasonable. But he's still twenty eight, or tw he's still tw yeah. twenty eight. Yeah, so he's, he's, he's he'll be there till he's thirty four. So. But that's still. That's cheaper than what we had him on yeah. before he went the free agency. Was three million one fifty? They were paying fifty mil a year when he was on that three year yeah. while with opt outs. Mm -hmm. Now we're paying about thirty million. Yeah, but yeah. there's no opt outs. Exactly. So which is you just paying less for Correa for longer. Less for the same. <laughs> right, which is honestly really good for y'all. And now we have the money to go and probably well to no longer buy any free pit, free agent pitching because they're all gone. Yep, because Degrom went to the Rangers. Yes, um, which I am. I'm excited about. It'll be interesting to see Degrom pitching in the uh, in the AL West and get still get Degrom and get the, yeah. <laughs> get Degrom by the Rangers instead yep, of the Mets. He'll get hurt. Oh, um, uh, Degrom is uh, no, it's like pitching almost a perfect game and then still losing. Yep, because <laughs> uh, that is the Rangers bullpen for you. But and then you the Red Sox got a the Jap one of the Japanese player uh well, prospects was a pitcher. I forget his name. I'm but sorry, all, I do too. Also, the Mets got the really big one, the big name Japanese pitcher. So their starting rotation is stacked again. Well, yeah, but Scherzer, Verlander. Oh, yeah, Verlander went to the Mets. I don't know if we mentioned that in a previous episode, but I'm going to say it again. Verlander went to the Mets for three years. I mean, I don't really think that's a stack, though. Scherzer, uh, I think it's Suzuki was his last Wait, name. So we still don't know how verlander is going to be doing yeah, this year because it's his second year off, second tommy, year john. off tommy john and that's which a, is usually the downhill slide mm, plus he's getting old yeah he's dude's 40 he's like that. yeah honestly as an astros fan i hate to say it but i'm happy to see him gone because he was great for us 
But now he's finally hit 40, second year off Tommy John. I'm glad we don't have to pay that big contract so we can go out and get people like Jose Abreu, which is an insane bat to pick up at first base. And we re-signed Michael Brantley. So the Astros starting nine, besides like Maldonado, there isn't a hole. I'm just glad you took him away from the White Sox. Yeah, so you don't have to see him ever again? I don't have to see him again. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Well, I guess see him for one series. <laughs> no, two series. Two, well, definitely. Yeah, yes. one in Minnesota, but one But you here. don't have to see him consistently is the point. Yeah. Yes. Also, they finally banned the shift. Which I am happy for. Yeah. Well, that rule we knew was going into place at the beginning of well, last yeah. season. Everyone knew but, it was going to happen, but we're still happy. It, it yeah. happened this season, which means lefties are going to be yeah. popping off. This Joey Gallo is going to love it. Cause on the Twins. The Twins. Yeah, on the <laughs> he Twins. He signed with the Twins. He signed with the Twins. Uh, Christian <laughs> Vasquez also signed with the Twins. Ex-Astro, ex-Red Sox. Yeah. Um, so that was a good pickup. Honestly, good offseason for the Twins. Really good. I'm excited for this season. Hopefully, I'll stay healthy. Hopefully they'll stay healthy. Yeah, that's all we have. Just beat the Guardians, and then you'll get there. I, I mean, that shouldn't be that hard. <laughs> they did just re-sign Josh Bell, or sign Josh Bell. So. Yeah, but they still don't have much of a lineup. They've got two good hitters. I mean, Charles Straw's good. The rest are above average. At They're best. Indians hitters. Yeah, but we also still don't know like some of these lower. Um, like lower names, like not as big name players, could be good. That's the Indian story, yeah. Yeah. Like, like we don't, we won't know until after the season starts, and even then, oh for sure, they might pop off halfway through the season. But the Indians' claim to fame has always been their pitching. Yeah, it's always their pitchers. Yeah. So, whether or not their hitting will do it, they'll get some wins through their pitching. Um, and then what was I gonna say? Oh yeah, so in single A ball. They are starting up with robotic umpires. Okay. So, electronics strike zone. Um, and then the coaches can challenge whether or not. Did the you say choaches? coaches? The coaches. <laughs> the coaches can challenge whether or not that was a ball or strike using their challenge, though. So, if they're yeah. guaranteed, oh, that was a ball or that was a strike. They can challenge it, try and, but if they're wrong, they waste their challenge and they're done with the challenges. I think. I'm a little bit nervous on that front because doesn't it. There's always that pause whenever a coach is deciding whether to challenge or not. I think they have like 30 seconds or something like that. That's still a pretty no, long I don't time. know the exact ruling, but I know they can challenge it. I don't know the rules for that challenge because there could be a replay, but then that's just like cheating because they can just say, oh, that was, a, that was obviously a ball, and they yeah. just get the guaranteed challenge like that. But we'll see how it works. It's a single A, so who really cares at the end of the day? Yeah. It's it's worth we'll trying out and see if it works or not. Yeah, and then the pitch clock is getting closer and closer to coming to major leagues, which I think would be great for the game because sometimes you're sitting there minutes on end at the game waiting for the pitcher to throw one ball. What and about it, that uh, guy that the Astros has that has that really Luis good... Garcia? Yeah. Well, it's the pitch the pitch clock's like a you have a minute. Oh, okay, you have a minute. He good. He good. Yeah, no, you have a minute in between pitches. So you get your sign. If you shake it off or not, it re- I think it resets to something. If you shake off a pitch or something like that, I don't know. But, I think once you set is when the clock Yeah, starts. once you set, you have like 30 seconds to throw the ball. Okay, well, someone just sit then. there and try to psych out the batter. And... Like Nestor Cortez would just sit there yeah. and just stare at them into their soul for like minutes. And then, okay, I'll throw. Well, yeah, but... Nestor is a bad example because he's a very entertaining pitcher to yeah, watch. Yes. <laughs> and there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight like kicks. That was a very weird pitch, but Cortez is one of those weird ones. But because he relies more on like the trickery of his than the speed, and, mm-hmm. and the same like Granky is everyone. There's a well, bunch of and those are the more entertaining pitchers to watch yeah. sometimes because it's not always just I'm gonna chuck it at you. It's mm-hmm. I'm going to try and psych you out. Mm-hmm. Now, seeing 110 miles an hour thrown mm-hmm. at you is well, terrifying. Yeah. But uh, other than that, I don't think there's really any big MLB news coming up at Austin, if, if I missed anything. I've got nothing much to add. That... We were mentioning doing predictions. Oh, yes. World Series really predictions. Really Super really early World Series predictions. Um, of course, I have to have my Astros, because I think they just got even more stacked after this offseason. Only question mark is if we're going to get a secondary catcher or not, or if Jason Castro is going to come back from being hurt. But I don't know what's happening with him. Um, and for my NL, I have the Mets because, of course, I do. I love okay, the Mets. So Let's go, Mets. The power one and two hey, I like the, both of these teams. Listen, okay. So my serious ranking or my serious predictions. 
uh, hoping you know, hoping the Strohs uh, go back to back. But oh yeah, um, Strohs win this by the way. Okay. Strohs win in six. And then NL, I mean, the Mets are good, but honestly, the Padres. Padres is a good call. What do you say for AL? Astros. Astros. Oh, okay. Astros Padres World Series. That'd be fun. Would that be an entertaining World Series? I like I that. For the Padres. Well, I'm saying, would it be entertaining? I'm I not saying. It'd be Astros again for the third year in a row. No, not third. They weren't there in 2021. Oh, they weren't. Oh, no, they were. I'm sorry. They lost they, the Braves. Yes, I forgot they about lost that. The Braves. I'm thinking 2020, we lost to the Rays in the ALDCS. Yes. I'm just. Um, but. Do you, do you want a joking prediction? Go for it. Okay. Minute. Somewhat serious. Okay, if I'm not being, if I'm not, I'm gonna let I'm gonna let everyone else finish up yeah. before I make my joking predictions. I'm, I'm hoping Twins. Yeah, they have, they definitely have a chance. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm excited about, but I don't expect the Mariners to do it. Um, thinking AL East for this year. Um, my guess is gonna be. I just, I think the. I feel like the Rays should be doing better than they are doing. Mm-hmm. They were racked with injuries. They there. were. So I think I am going to go with Rays, and then it's between Padres and Mets for me. Uh, I think I'd go with. I think I'd go with Mets. Mets okay. Rays. And That'd be a good Mets. one. I think Rays win that. I'd be okay with that. <laughs> it's not the Yankees or Dodgers. I'm fine with that. I just don't want to say Yankees or Dodgers. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. All right, Patrick. Astros and it doesn't matter who's in the NL. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, well, put it Astros in. by ninety. Astros by ninety. Ninety. You're play 90 you know what? I, I dig it. I dig it. <laughs> All right, and what's the Astros record going to be this year? Uh, perfect record. They, they play. How many, they, how many games they play? One sixty-two. One sixty-two. Oh, I sorry, like this. Sorry, sorry, I like it. One sixty-two. Oh, and one. They'll tie one. They'll tie. Wait. So one sixty one. Yeah, yeah. Hold on. You can't tie in baseball. You can't. Oh. Uh, they keep, they keep playing. The no, no, no. They'll no, find a way. They'll add yeah. ties to baseball. Yeah. Did, did you not hear about the eighteen inning game where they played two games? <laughs> yeah, I did. Uh, unfortunately, I watched that one. I watched it. <laughs> we watched it too. Game one was a tie. Game two, they won. Yeah, yeah. They, they, right. they went. They went three zero one. Yeah. We'll find a way. We'll find a way. <laughs> so my one zero three one. My joking prediction. In the AL, mm-hmm. the Kansas City Royals. Why? Okay. You're just gonna put the two worst teams. You're just gonna pick the and then the Pirates. Pirates no, the Milwaukee Pirates. Brewers. The no. Brewers are not the worst the team. The Pirates are worse. I than wasn't Brewers. gonna say the worst team. Honestly, I was just saying a joking prediction. Yeah, I am a Brewers fan, so yeah, I would like that, that. that. That's kind of you know mean to the Royals and Brewers fans. The Royals are in build mode, rebuild mode. They have Bobby Witt. I, but if I was doing less serious, I'd say probably if I like the most improved team, I'd say the Orioles from the AL. That Orioles have a good squad. They just got Jake Cave. They just got Jake Cave. Jake Cave will carry them. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Orioles from AL because the Orioles are fun. And then from the NL, if it's not going to go with the Mets, I'd probably say the Braves or Phillies. What? Yeah. Improved? No, no, no. Like just like I think the Braves could go back. As interesting oh, no. teams. Yeah. Although I will say, okay, it would be decently entertaining to have a Florida World Series, Tampa Bay Rays versus Miami Marlins. That's not going to happen, though. The Rays maybe. The Marlins aren't going to make it. No, the Marlins are just. <laughs> I'm just saying it'd be entertaining. Yeah. As much as I like that Marlins little the backdrop little fountain thing, it's cool. But I'm still excited for the Padres to potentially actually catch their whale. Yeah. Well, once uh, Lindor comes, not Lindor, uh, Soto, not jeez. Um, Soto? Tatis. Because they have Soto. And they just they just now. signed Xander Bogarts. Yes, which I'm surprised because Tatis will play outfield. Don't they have the other shortstop though? Uh, Hassan Kim. Yeah. He just he was a replacement for he was just a patch. I mean, yeah, but he did so well. He did well, but Xander Bogarts better. What are they gonna do with Hassan Kim? Probably trade him. They trade him or put him somewhere else. He's a fertility player. He plays everywhere. I mean, yeah, but he's so good at shortstop. If what happens if Bogarts gets hurt? What happens if Tatis gets hurt again? He gets caught with BEDs. I remember specifically that Bogarts, despite being not fantastic defensively, mm-hmm. is contractually demanding to be shortstop. Yeah. Oh, um, we're sorry, weird side note, but the Bauer, Trevor Bauer, he yes. got his suspension lowered to 100 games or 108. Yes. Um, and spring training would count towards those games. Okay. So. Now he's kind of back in like player contention. 
who we think, if anyone, would sign him? Uh, somebody, it would be a team that, that uh, is kind of apathetic towards that kind of stuff, so it would be someone in the South. Mm-hmm. My guess is Rangers. Rangers would be going. <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of hoping for uh, Indians homestead. He might go back to the Indians. No. But they left, he did leave a pretty bad taste in their mouth. Um, yeah, and then left a pretty bad taste in everyone's mouth. Yeah, the Dodgers. Um, so you saying Rangers? My guess is Rangers. Rangers be a good one. The Texas is a is a state that is pretty openly apathetic about that kind of stuff, and then uh, and then Rangers are a team that could use the pitching. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so That's a good guess. solid guess. Um, my guess would either be Indians or maybe the Giants. No, I don't think I Midwest and West Coast. Uh, I would just rule out immediately because they're gonna character clause him out of signing. That's true. I don't think Bauer cares though. I mean, yeah, I don't think Bauer cares. Yeah, but I think those teams care about keeping that kind mm-hmm. of image up. That's fair. So mm-hmm. it would be someone in the southeast. It might be a Florida or or, an, or Georgia fan. It could be Florida. It could be Florida or Bra- It could be someone in Florida Braves or the Georgias or Georgias from, from the Floridas. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so let's switch over our gears. To, I was just going to ask, uh, who yeah. do you think's going to? Because uh, it looks like uh, like the uh, baseball Hall of Fame mm-hmm. updates. Um, oh, I have no idea for that. Yeah. I well, don't, I don't. Right now, that. very close. Though. Okay. I follow who makes it in, but I don't really... I hope that the uh, Twins catcher, I'm forgetting the name off of my top. Joe Mauer? That one. I hope Mauer makes it. Is Uh, Mauer on the list this time? Because this is his last year, I'm pretty sure. No. So, we're waiting for him to get on the ballot. Oh, you're right. The ones leading the ballot right now are Scott Rowland. I don't know who that is. Sorry. (laughs) Continue. Uh, Todd Helton. Billy Wagner, yeah, Andrew him. Jones, and Gary Sheffield. Oh, speaking of Billy Wagner, his son is finally making his major league debut. He is on the Astros uh, oh. spring training squad. Nice. He got a roster invite. I cared a lot less once he said Astros. <laughs> <laughs> he's, a Ran- he's a Rangers Twins fan. <clears throat> twins. Terrible. Rangers. <laughs> Terrible. There's uh, an order there that needs that's to what be uh, <laughs> I just didn't know if y'all followed... Um, Hall yeah. of Fame stuff. I follow if any twins are on there, but you may, if you look but, one, um, take one look at that, you'll realize that yeah. there's zero twins on Scott there. Scott right Rowland uh, was a St. Louis uh, Cardinals pitcher. Yeah. yeah. Uh, All right. And then Morneau he's leading and, the way with 76% oh, nice. of the votes right now. Morneau and Joe Nathan were both one and outs. For so. sure. All right, and then so before um, Patrick Sally has to go get some work stuff done, but um, why don't you give us some really quick prediction, predictions for your championship division series winners, and then who's going to win the Super Bowl in the NFL? Because we're changing gears too. Um, I'm thinking the best game is going to be the 49ers Eagles. Oh, easily. Um, but I think the Bengals are going to win over who are they playing against? Chiefs in Can't in Arrowhead. Ooh, that. Could also be a good game, but I'm thinking Joe Burrow wins. But the Patrick Mahomes. I don't Mahomes. know if the Chiefs have the greatest. Well, DBs. Patrick Mahomes is An- the high he, ankle sprain. Oh yeah. yeah, so he's gonna be less mobile. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but they but pumped him so full of drugs. Yeah, but Trey Hendrickson coming off that edge. That's true. I don't think that's gonna really compete very much. Mm-hmm. Okay, so who you got your winners for that? So you got Eagles and then Bengals. Oh, sorry, and then Bengals. Niners win against the Eagles, but very close game. I'm guessing three points max. Okay, may end up on a last second field goal. Uh, then 49ers Bengals. Mm-hmm. I think close game. Where's it being held? Arizona. Yeah, it's in Arizona. Arizona. I think Niners win just because that's kind of more of a home field advantage to them. They do They're play closer there. Closer and the temperature and everything. Mm-hmm. They're more used to it. Yeah, and they do play there. Because they're in oh sorry do they they're NFC West right yeah because the yeah. it's so it, yeah they play there Seahawks Niners Rams Cardinals yeah so uh, they play there anyway so I mean I think Niners win it I'd love to see it because Brock Purdy mm-hmm. Mister Relevant uh, yeah Mister Relevant rookie quarterback Mister Relevant honestly I feel bad for Trey Lance at this point he yeah, got drafted for, first round he hasn't played like he's gonna hurt. Oh, for for those of you who don't know, Mister Irrelevant is the absolute last pick in the draft. They are given the name Mister Irrelevant. They also get a lot of celebration stuff, which mm-hmm. I mean, you got drafted as well, so why not? Right. Want to play? Yeah. 
He's doing well. All right. Well, thank you for coming on, Patrick. Yeah. Sorry we couldn't have you for longer. Sorry we talked about baseball instead of football. It's all good. It's all good. All right, then. But, yeah. So, Patrick gave his predictions. He's having the Niners win over the Bengals. Um, I'm pretty similar to Patrick there, but I think it's going to be Eagles-Bengals, and I think that the Bengals are going to win it all because I want Joe Burrow to get his first ring. So, I definitely think the Bengals are going to win. Uh, as for 49ers-Eagles, um, I mean, the 49ers are kind of like, I, I also think 49ers, but I think Bengals will beat 49ers at the end. Yeah, it would come down to whether or not um, Brock Purdy can per- keep performing at the level that he is, even though he has such a good defense to back him up. It's whether or not Jamar, because th- if we're assuming the Niners go to their bowl play against the Bengals, um, do the Bengals have enough weapons that can beat the Niners' defense? Because the Niners' defense is a lock grid. It, it is. is so good. It is very, very good. But the Bengals have such a good offense, minus their offensive line. Well, but here, here's the thing with uh, your predictions. Does the Do the Bengals' defense have enough weapons to stop A.J. Brown and Jalen Hurts? I think it'll be a shootout. It's just it, it will be a shootout. Yeah. Um, it's going to be a close game no matter what. I mean, right now the predictions are saying Cincinnati's a one-point favorite in uh, the Bengals-Chiefs game, and then the mm-hmm. Eagles are a two-and-a-half-point favorite in the 49ers. It's the Eagles' home game again, and Jalen Hurts is trying yeah, to help. So Eagles at home, Chiefs at home. Um, but the reason why Cincinnati's a one-point favorite is just because... They have such a good track record against Kansas City. Well, just because Patrick Mahomes is also... Playing on his sprained ankle. Yes, yeah. I know they're going to pump him full of a lot of stuff, but, but yeah, it didn't look pretty when he was hopping out into the locker room at halftime. Yeah. So my prediction are Bengals winning. My options are Forty Nineers versus. Eagles. So you have Forty Nineers and Eagles, Bengals and Bengals Chiefs. and Chiefs. Yeah. The Bengals is the easy one. Let's go Midwest. Good answers. Good answers. Yeah. <laughs> Viking. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Not possible. I can't pick that. Uh, I'd probably go with Eagles. Okay. And then I'd say Bengals beat Eagles. I'd probably negative. Good answers. Good answers. Yeah, That's I only have four options. It's not hard <laughs> to mess up. That's true. <laughs> um, I don't. Yeah, uh, the Vikings face the the fate of all Minnesota base uh, of sports. Uh, doing pretty decently in the regular season, this. and then just getting. Getting swept aside. Yeah, the the, such an interesting case of the Vikings this season because they were thirteen and four. Yeah, but it really just boiled down to like Kirk Cousins and primetime television do not mix for no, some reason. Also, really your defense no. got torn apart by Danny Dimes, Danny Daniel Jones. Don't don't, don't remind me. Yeah, <laughs> but um, I would have y'all winning that game against the Giants. I honestly, yeah. I did. But I had my doubts because I just didn't. I couldn't trust the thirteen and four Vikings because I knew something had to happen. Yeah, well, yeah, because it's Minnesota sports. <laughs> mm-hmm. But y'all have a good y'all look at bright spots. Your defense is looking better. Your offense is looking better. If it really boils down to whether or not Kirk Cousins can, and I hate to say it because Kirk Cousins is not a terrible quarterback. He is a very decent quarterback. I he is he's good. Inconsistent. He, he, that's what it is. It's, it's, it's become, inconsistency. If he can become more consistent, yeah. I think the Vikings will definitely win at least one title within the next yeah. five years or so. Yeah. It boils down to oh, Justin Jefferson's covered. Uh, who do I throw to next? Uh, uh, Adam Thielen, go. And now time for our next segment in our favorite segment. Where does Tom Brady end up next? The Buccaneers. No. Oh, wait. No, no, no. He could stay there. He is very, very angry with their with their with their new coaching hire because the offense this year was terrible for the Buccaneers. Who has the best O-line? And I mean, terrible. Who has the best O-line? It's still the Buccaneers. Wait, what? No, no, no. The coordinator, it's the offensive coordinator. He they, he did not like their coaching staff at all. Well, yeah, I was saying like, who, what team has the best O line? People are saying the Giants, which I don't know yeah. why they would go. He go there. People uh, are saying because it's also his hometown. Are you answering the question of where do you think he's going to end up, or who has the best O line? 
Both O-line is currently either the Niners or the Buccaneers. Okay. The Buccaneers O-line was beat up to all hell and back this past offseason because injuries. No, offseason, sorry, this season. Injuries. Ryan Jensen, the best center in all football, was hurt. But you also have Trent Williams, who is the best young left tackle, which is the most important position on the line because that is your blind side as a quarterback. Because when you're facing this way to throw a ball, your left tackle well, is the most important person. It's your blind side if you're a right-handed quarterback. And the right Brady's. tackle is, yeah, yeah. and Brady is a right-handed. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it just, I mean. I don't know where he goes, to be honest are, with you. There are, there are a decent amount of teams with a solid O-line. Yeah. It's just also about where has a great O-line as well as a decent, if not really good, wide receiver core already. Because what Tampa Bay had going for them when Tom Brady uh, went to play at Tampa Bay is that they had a solid O-line, and they already had a decent enough wide receiver core to where he could do something with it. What Tampa Bay needed when Tom Brady entered the picture was a different quarterback because Jameis Winston was not their quarterback. Yeah. Because their play style was not scrambling quarterback. Their style was pocket passer. You sit there, you throw it. Yeah, he, he's missing Bruce Arians. Also, the fact that uh, Gronk retired, Robert Gronkowski for Austin. Um, <laughs> he, him and Tom Brady have this, they're great friends. They are like, they have like, they set so many records for passing touchdowns in, in the playoffs and the regular season to the tight end by quarterback. They were great friends. He finally retired. He came out of retirement, actually, for Brady to play in uh, Tampa Bay. He got sick and tired of playing for the Patriots. Um, so he played for back, and that's when they won their ring. Yeah. Um, and then he retired after two years. Um, and then he was honestly thinking about coming back out of retirement when Tom came out of retirement, because Brady retired, and we talked about that for the week. Yeah. He retired for a week and came out of retirement. Um, and then, honestly, now... To, now if I'm being honest when I'm looking at it, it seems like the Rams. Because Matthew Stafford loves the guy. He's okay. Pat Stafford, as I like to call him, he's a good quarterback. Like, But he's not rich boy quarterback. Hmm? He's not rich team quarterback. Matthew Stafford? He's playing for the Rams. I mean, he is kind of like the rich boy quarterback nowadays. But their wide receiving core is really good. The Rams. Um, it might be the Lions if they want to move on from Jared Goff. Because it's not going to be the Lions. I mean, it might be. The Lions might go 13-4 next season. They had a really good season this year. Uh, it might. It's not going to be the Cardinals. It's not going to be the Texans. It's not going to be the Cowboys. It'd be hilarious if it was the Texans. It'd be so funny. <laughs> Brady, come. Please, the Texans. We have nothing to offer you, but come on. Just come anyway. We pay you. Get, get no, checks. so, so the, the Texans' O-line is getting better. They, they showed improvement this season. They're still a bottom of the barrel team. <laughs> well, we also, we have uh, Davis Neck Mills. Davis the Neck Mills as our quarterback. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> neck. Such a long, so, or I call him, I call him General Mills. He'll lead us to our promised lands of Wheaties and, and, and Cheerios. Um, <laughs> but also... The Texans are I like so- you better as a Texans fan than as a national fan. <laughs> you understand what it's like to be miserable and you've embraced it. <laughs> me being a Tennessee fan. You had a chance to go to the playoffs this year. You, you lost still, to the Jags. You still believe in your team. That's where you fail. <laughs> but um, It's liberating to have no faith in your team. <laughs> the fact that we won a game on the last game made me so mad. We won a game. We Why? won the first pick. You failed to lose. Because here's the thing. <laughs> Lovey Smith was told not to win this game. Lovey Smith as a court as a coach, it's like, I'm not gonna lose a game on purpose. That's not right. So Fair. it was really just more of a, you know, screw you to the official like the GM office. Because the GM office is horrendous for the Texans. We have, I I want the McNair fired so badly. Mm. And so as a last parting, you know, hey, you, was he went for it on 4th and 20 with a Hail Mary. That resulted in a touchdown. <laughs> we were down by one. Lovey Smith could have went for an extra point to tie us. But no, he went for two. And then he got the two point. I love Lovey Smith. Lovey Smith's like, I like Lovey Smith. He was put in a terrible position. He's going to get fired. He's though. been fired. Yeah, he, oh, okay. he, was, he got fired as soon as we won that game. That's... 
That was the nail in the coffin. We're looking for a new head coach. Your, I hate your GM. Yes, That's irritating because he fired someone for winning. <laughs> well, we won three. They, we won three games. Yeah, but because they wanted him to choke in that last game to get the to first get the first pick. round pick to get. But guaranteed. guess what? Yeah. You still you have a decent amount of good quarterbacks yeah. entering this draft. So no matter what, you may not end up with Bryce Young, but you could end up with CJ Stroud. Yeah, and, the, and that's not a bad option. No, I, I don't. Or want you could end up with a really good offensive line. I also don't want CJ well. Stroud because like uh, here's my thing with the Texans. I don't want us to go for quarterback here in this draft. I know it's really weird because Davis Mills, but. Davis Mills, when given the right situation, he's not a terrible quarterback. No. But also he the needs, neck. He's also the neck. <laughs> he needs a better offensive line, yeah. and he needs a couple of no. key receivers. We need some more receivers. That's, we that's also need a D-line. That's what the Texans need. Y'all don't need a different quarterback. No. You also need... The coaching staff wasn't terrible. There are a few pieces of the coaching staff. Yeah, I'm no. not saying head coach. There were, like, a couple of position coaches that need, like, the offensive line coach. He's... Decent, but yeah. you know the, the Texans could do better. What I would want us to draft is a defensive lineman that can go. We had no pressure on the quarterback this entire season. Yeah, there was no defensive line presence there. We may, I, I think we might have had like twelve sacks total this entire season. But our so our rookies are looking great. Damian Pierce, if he hadn't gotten hurt, probably would have won Rookie of the Year and on offensive rookie of the year. Jalen Petrie has been looking great as our middle linebacker. Texans, He's a rookie. I mean, the Texans are in rebuild mode right oh, now. Oh, for sure. Like, it's clear. No. But getting, but going out and getting a quarterback doesn't solve your problems. We mm. see we see it all the time. These you know, lower teams think that getting a rookie quarterback is going to automatically flip a switch. Getting no. a good quarterback is a good thing. However, if you don't have the keys around them, you're going to fail. Yeah, no. And the then, Jets had a great year this year. Yeah, they didn't have. But Mike. they didn't have a rookie quarterback. No, they, they went out and built the keys around their quarterback. <laughs> Mike White, Mr. What? Mike White and, and Madden, Madden, Madden Maker mode. You just hit custom eight, and you like mean, White, Mike White. That is your quarterback. The Cleveland Browns weren't relevant, um, like when they went out and got Johnny Manziel. Also, Johnny Manziel was way too young for the NFL. Was, that's, that's a totally different podcast. That's a different. Um, that's a different story, but. They built the pieces. Well, no, it is this they, podcast. They no, fixed their they fixed their O line issues. They fixed running back issues. They got Nick Chubb. Nick yeah. Chubb is doing great things. Oh yeah, no, Miles Garrett. They they went out and fixed their defense, and now they're a relevant team. They didn't go for a quarterback. They were teams ch- realized that you don't just go out and get yourself a quarterback to fix your problems. You know, that's when you become a good team. Yeah. Also, I think they finally the Texans, if the Texans want to get that high caliber. They do not pick a quarterback. You don't start a quarterback. No, they give him nothing. He's going to be out there and be murdered. The only time you get a quarterback is if you're wanting to develop him for the future. Yeah. That is what you want to do. That is the ideal situation because rookie NFL quarterbacks don't succeed well. I do find it funny that that Zach, the Titan fan, is arguing more passionately than you about what. I'm just talking (laughs) generalized football here. Like, Like, I don't, like, yeah, I'm a Titans fan. I don't really want to see, like, Different, like my rivals succeed, but also he more hates the Colts more than us. I I dislike the Colts. I strongly dislike the Colts so much so I was playing a Smite game last night, and there was someone named Colts fan, and I just went after him. <laughs> I'm not I'm not particularly fond of the Colts, even if I don't. Uh... But um, <laughs> they're an Indianapolis team. Who I really think Indianapolis that? did a great thing in getting Matt Ryan. Matty, I said fine with did fine for them. That took a lot of effort for him to say. We should all congratulate Zach. Good job, Zach. <laughs> but I, yeah, I'm just talking generalized football here. Like, if you want a successful team when you're rebuilding, don't don't get a quarterback that you're going to start first year. You know for sure. They need some experience. They need some help. They need some yeah. guidance. There are very small instances where it works. Mm-hmm. Trevor Lawrence was a random case, but he also got Doug Peterson. So he struggled his first year because, because he had Urban Myers. Because he had, he had Urban Myers. But under the right, I mean, under the right coach, a rookie quarterback, a young quarterback is great. Yeah. Tua Tagovailoa. Yeah. He struggled his first couple of years. This year he popped off because he finally got an offense that can go around him with Tyreek Hill. Yeah, exactly. He has Jalen Waddle. He has Tyreek Hill now. Mm-hmm. He has the offensive weapons. It didn't come down to Tua Tagovailoa. It came down to the player players around him. It's yeah. why it's why Jacksonville was successful this year. They went out and got. Christian Kirk. They yeah, went so out. That was the most surprising. They went out and fixed. Well, yeah, Jaguars fans were furious about that pickup because mm-hmm. they're like, he's an irrelevant wide receiver. He became one of the most relevant wide receivers in the NFL Shut this up. year. 
the uh, um, one more thing about the Texans is when we fired Lovey Smith, so many of the players got up in arms about it. Now, like our best wide receiver, Brandon Cooks, wants out of there because they fired a head coach that everyone liked. They fired a head coach that everyone liked for winning. Yeah, because <laughs> who wants to be the one team that's two and twelve and one that gets the wide that gets the guaranteed first pick? No one wants to be there, but. It would have been better with a head coach that everyone liked. I've never, I've, I, I'm just saying this. I find that from at least from the big. I tell me if you've guys seen oh, this I'd before. Oh, I'd be furious because I've never seen a team so explicitly tank that they would fire somebody for winning. The Dolphins. Uh, I, yeah, I'm a baseball person. That's so <laughs> oh, fair. Yeah. I've never seen tanking's it. way more enforced though in baseball ba- than in baseball, football. You just tie your hands behind your back, well, but you still. Pretend at least pretend you're well, trying. Tanking in football is more obvious because nobody cares. Yeah, and the coaches that try to actually win a game to where they're not tanking suffer for it. Mm-hmm. Well, Lovey Brian, Smith, Brian Flores got fired solely because of the, because the Dolphins organization told him to tank and he wouldn't, and he got sat canned for it. And now he he was filing a lawsuit for against the NFL for it, but nothing came of that because they paid him a bunch of hush money. Yeah, like. Mm-hmm. And now he's a defensive coach on in, in Pittsburgh. Yeah. So he's doing fine there because they always get wins yeah, somehow. He's doing fine. Um, now, I will say, a team that I'm excited about for the future are the Detroit Lions. They showed oh, a lot sure. of promise yeah. this year. They went from the worst team in the NFL last year to being relevant this year. Yeah, they competed with the Green Bay Packers, and that pains me to say that. They, they were one win away from no. making the no. playoffs. So if Seahawks lost to Rams... And since the Lions beat the Packers, they would have been in playoffs. And but the Packers won there in playoffs, and then Seahawks win pack, and the Lions win. Seahawks are in, and, and that's what happened. They went out. I mean, they went out and got a new quarterback. Yes, but they got an experienced quarterback. Yeah, Jared Goff. They traded a bunch, and yeah. and they are thanking the Rams for that and trade. Jared Goff is a good quarterback. He's okay. He ain't bad. He, he fits the Detroit Lions well. Yeah, I like the coaching staff at. Oh Detroit. yeah, Dan Campbell's doing great for them. Oh yeah, he is. He's also an Aggie, so well, <laughs> there's some there's some bias there, but also he's doing great things for them, and I love it. I love seeing Detroit succeed. Also, you've never if you guys haven't watched the HBO show called Hard Knocks, um, it is very good. It was about the preseason and like how the Lions warm like. Like, you know, the coaching staff has showed, like, the inner workings of the coaching staff and the players in the preseason for the Lions. And now it's, uh, I haven't watched the new season, but it's about the Cardinals and their midseason woes because the Cardinals are supposed to be really good this year, but um, they weren't because their coaching staff's horrendous. They finally fired Cliff Kingsbury. Thank mm-hmm. goodness for uh, Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins. Also, a uh, big notable send-off this season, uh, J.J. Watt. Uh, easy first bout Hall of Famer. Um, huge Houston Texans fan. Oh, yeah. He uh, he played for the Texans for all of his years except for the last two. Who was in, in Arizona? Well, yeah. I wish he finished in a Texans jersey. Yeah, I, but I the love. Texans weren't going to do that. They were tanking it at that moment. I love that man to death. Um, he is the shining spot in Houston. Everyone's probably first or second favorite Texans player of all time. Uh, Texans in Texas is me. That's I said Texans. Uh, I, yeah. You said Texas. Sorry. I meant Texas. Which is Texas. Cowboys are included yeah. in there. Um, well, <laughs> first I mean, or second favorite player of any Texans and, fan. Well, and here's the other thing, too. You don't have to be a Texans fan to have like that J. J. ultimate Watt. respect and oh, loving yeah. for J.J. Watt. I love J.J. Watt even while he was in a Texans yeah. jersey, even while I was cheering for the Titans. And while the he sacked you like seven times a game, but yeah. But <laughs> I had a deep respect, and I love J.J. Watt. He did so much for the communities. He was the... I think one of, or if not the most, uh, charitable during Hurricane Harvey, which hit when it hit Houston. I think he raised over thirty million dollars to go to Hurricane Harvey support. Most of his money goes to charities. Mm-hmm. It's it's kind of a joke in the NFL. Like once the once a Watt gets eliminated from the playoffs, all the charities are calling the uh, Mister Watt for some donations. <laughs> the, the only thing that makes me semi sad is that he couldn't um, have his final season be a Pro Bowl. Yeah, he he was not. Elected, like he was not voted in for the Pro Bowl, which makes me sad because he also didn't have a stellar season. But it's like he's yeah, getting older. He had a decent enough season to yeah. be Pro Bowl caliber. But oh yeah, no, he's in his final game. He got two sacks, which yeah, I think they know that was the last season when they were doing that. Yeah, he retired. He uh, the he, voting he, happened he did, before like, he announced at the beginning of the. Year, oh no, 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 no! He announced after he had his baby. 
he had a baby this year. Okay. Um, and then it was the first, this baby's first home game for him. And he put a tweet out there. It was a picture of him holding the kid, his kid. Baby's and said, first home game, my, my last, last home game. game. Yeah. And the voting happened before then, so. Yeah. Okay. So, this is a, I feel like they would have given a little bump that would have been enough if they knew it was his last season. Yeah, they, they, they may have, but... He didn't, even then, he I don't think he would have liked being voted in because he knows he didn't deserve a Pro Bowl spot. He's that kind of player. Mm-hmm. If he doesn't play up to what his standards are, he doesn't want to do it. Because mm-hmm. he held himself to such a high standard. He does. And everyone, every single one of his team loves him. DeAndre Hopkins, he probably went to Arizona because of DeAndre Hopkins, because he was a teammate with DeAndre Hopkins yeah. on Texans, and everyone got really mad at Bill O'Brien. I'm so glad he's gone. I and then, but now he just has a revolving door of coaches. The Texans are in a spiral, mm-hmm. and like, the, and this is why every Houston fan is so proud of and strongly willed about the Astros because it's our one shining bright light in sports. Yeah, and the Rockets, they suck. Yeah, the Texans, Texans they, they suck. suck. The Astros, <laughs> they're amazing. <laughs> But I mean, I'm you know, I'm glad that JJ uh, Watt is making a decision that's good yeah. for him and his family. I mean, he's had a really long career. Oh yeah, um, him and his wife both have a, had a huge career in Houston because uh, his wife's a soccer player for the Houston Strikers, yeah. or whatever team name is. I don't know the soccer team, but um, Dynamo. Well, that's men's. What's the what? The women's soccer team. The women's team. soccer oh, teams are right. That is men's. Yeah, but um, his wife played for the Houston soccer team here, so I'm hope they'll probably come back to move to Houston because they have huge family they ties. Probably in will. Houston. I mean, honestly, I either could, that or Wisconsin. I could see JJ Watt potentially becoming like a coach of some kind. The Texans, I want him to come back to the Houston Texans like a defensive line coach, or because yeah. he's had also he's. I hope the Texans, if we're if we do win the end of hiring a head I mean, coach, I want us to hire the defensive coordinator for for the Niners. Yeah, because JJ Watt himself has endorsed this dude. If we don't hire this man, I mean, I don't know what to do. Yeah. There's, I mean... Uh, fire him. <laughs> fire him! Hire him on two weeks later. Okay, you're winning. Fire. You're fired. Yeah. Stop, Stop winning. You're doing your job. Stop it. You're doing your job. Stop. We're Texans. We Stop. Be, we want to be notorious in Houston for the worst team. We want to be worse than the Houston Rockets. Even though it We're is... Stop it. Be worse. Stop it! We want to. We want to beat the t- Titans. But I, I hope JJ Watt comes back no, to sure. Houston. Everyone as, does as a coach of some kind. Yeah. I mean, I've seen it happen where former players in different sports come back mm-hmm. as a coach, and it works out well. And the Nashville Predators uh, brought on Pecarine, who was our uh, goaltender for so many years. He's a goaltender coach now. Yes, hockey. <laughs> I'm just saying. I love it. <laughs> Sorry. I'm just saying when teams bring back yeah, their no, tired sure. players, yeah, I get your saying. Help, because like they're re- they were recently there, and so they have that experience. You're not playing. You're not using like yeah. uh, an ancient um, an ancient an ancient playbook. Yeah. You know, well, dust on it, and then uh, what um, works and what doesn't. Another Houston it, it has it has vaguely sexist remarks. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then another Houston legend like Brian Cushing. He's a to- coach of the Texans currently for the linebacker coach. Uh, y'all don't know him. You probably don't know Brian Cushing, but he was one of the he was one of my favorite players growing up. Mm-hmm. when we hired him. He didn't play for very long, but uh, he was fun. But other than that, um, I don't think there's any other final remarks. Not on, going not on football. I mean, not yeah, no, not on uh, the NFL side of things. All right, Zach, two minute hockey school go. All right, yeah. Now uh, I was just hockey. gonna I was just gonna give us a brief update on Aggie baseball. Oh, yeah. Connor Wayman okay. is not on the roster yeah. for this year. He's going to focus Football. on being the quarterback. Oh, yeah. Aggie basketball, Aww. we finally got dealt our first loss in first SC- conference, first loss, conference yeah. loss in SEC play. Wait, was that the one you guys went to? No. no. Okay. We haven't gone to the game yet. Oh, okay. We're going to the Vanderbilt game on Saturday. Are We're you going to join us? us? Uh, Ricky's coming. Tickets are 12 bucks. This is a non-podcast conversation. Continue. Okay. <laughs> anyway, but um, You're coming Aggie us. basketball looks very promising oh, this year. Sure. Our next game is against Auburn. Tonight in, in Auburn tonight. Mm-hmm. Hopefully that's gonna go before Auburn us. is if a good we win, team this year. If we get if we beat Auburn, we get ranked. <laughs> no, no, because the AP polls yeah. have not been ranking us for no good reason. We've beaten a ranked Mizzou. 
As a side note, I think it's, that's the dumbest thing about college sports in general is the whole the ranking thing seems so arbitrary all of well, the time. And being ranked in the top twenty-five doesn't—it matters when it hits March Madness because you get a higher seating. But the it's not just twenty-five teams go to March Madness. I no. think it's like what fifty. I think about that. Yeah, but thirty-six. Oh, it's thirty-six teams. Okay. I think. Well, even still, like being ranked though guarantees you a spot yeah, in March Madness. Being ranked guarantees you a spot. Because other than that, it's just okay. Here's a committee. Let's decide. Because on the here's teams. the thing: if the, we missed out on we missed out last year because we, we should have been in, there in the SEC championship game to Tennessee, who I think they ended up. They went far. They went deep into the playoffs. I I don't remember if they won. But they put Notre Dame over us, and they got smoked by Bama. Mm-hmm. It's always Notre Dame. They can, if they have over. Bama went in and we beat Bama we in beat, the SEC we tournament. We beat Bama. We beat Arkansas. We beat only lost to Tennessee. We had no reason to not be March Madness. If the AP poll has a reason to not put A and M in the fin- in in anything, they won't. In the um, I don't remember what the name of the tournament is called. The one that's right below the March NCAA uh, uh, non invitational tournament NITs. The NIT tournament. We had a breeze up until the finals. Yeah, we, the other team that was that didn't make it to like that was in the finals facing off against us were also in consideration for the NCAA tournament, mm-hmm. but they missed it by a couple spots because the committee's stupid. Yeah, so they were motivated to win. We were motivated to win. It was a good game. It was a really close game. We ended up losing that NIT tournament or the final, but the second place ain't so bad. And second place because. Uh, we, again, the the NIT tournament was a breeze for eight. Oh, easily we smoked we, everyone. We, we won by, on average, a dozen to twenty points mm-hmm. each game. Mm-hmm. And that was an average. Yeah, but men's basketball's looking good. Uh, can't say the same about women's basketball. Uh, we, we're looking less than stellar there. Uh, bat baseball. I think we're ranked second or third we're in basketball. In, no, we're coming in ranked at uh, fifth. Fifth, sorry, fifth. But our basketball season, or sorry, basketball, baseball, baseball. should be really good. Really good. Our head coach this season is going to be. I love. I love Schlossnagel. I'm he, really excited. We're mm-hmm. lost in the schloss. We're lost in the schloss <laughs> over here. I'm hoping. I'm hoping to be able to get to as many baseball games as I can. Me too. It, it. I'm looking forward to it. I love Aggie baseball because it is ten bucks a ticket. We I need. Love we that. need bubble machines. It's a combination of my two favorite things, Aggie and baseball. <laughs> and we can hang out together. And, and we hey, can hang out together. I mean, and we're coming off of a, an incredible like postseason, yeah. an incredible season last year. It's just yes. too bad we couldn't. We, it's just too bad that we couldn't find, get into the finals. Yeah. And I laugh because the University of Tennessee were going in as favorites to win the whole thing, and they didn't even make it to the College World Series. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, they got knocked out in the Super Regionals by. Yeah. Um, well, Notre Dame. Mm-hmm. And, well, and then the this is getting back to him. I'll be. I won't talk about it. But uh, yeah. But yeah, we got we drafted the a really good Tennessee guy from the MLB draft. Well, one of the Tennessee pitchers was throwing a hundred mile per hour. That's like a sophomore. Balls. As Sorry, a sophomore, did he get drafted? No. Oh. Well, he's he might I mean, he's out. going to eventually. But this is a college pitcher. Very few college pitchers can pitch. Yeah, can hit a hundred. like, how, has he been drafted yet? Because if you can pitch a hundred, then you shouldn't be in college baseball. He might be just. He might have like opted out of the draft so he can get his college degree. Oh, uh, okay. that's what some players do end up doing, so that's that they fair. can play after college, but they're not. But they want to get their degree before they. Because like some players might just not yeah. want to play MLB, which or, I don't know why they or want. want a, a backup plan. Want a very good backup plan. Yeah. That is more than... Because I don't want to go work at Canes. Yeah. Like Jeremy Pena. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I still wanted to go to that Canes, but I saw pictures of that Canes line where Pena was like... Oh, yeah. Working. It was Ridiculous. 10 miles long. I was like... I mean, the minute I heard, hey, he's looking at the working at this Canes, I was like, oh, that line is going to be longer than the Canes. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but but um, anyway... Um, but, I mean, as for other updates, I mean, I can do a... Quick, quick update yeah, give on us hockey. Stand- yep. hockey. Give um, us the standings. So, Eastern Conference, Boston. Just, uh, don't quickly. Okay. As in, Boston's number one. Uh, Maple Leafs, Hurricanes, and New Jersey Devils are all tied for 
uh, second in the Eastern Conference, uh-huh. and then right behind them are the Tampa Bay Lightning and then the New York Rangers. Wait, the Lightning are in la- second to last in their conference? Uh, no, this is just for playoff standings. Like, oh, okay. Okay. Okay, okay, okay. And then uh, the wild card uh, for that is Pittsburgh Penguins and Washington Capitals are both like at the same points uh, together, right behind them. Three, three points behind them are the Buffalo Sabres and five points behind them. Or and then one point behind the Sabres are the Florida Panthers, and behind that, it, it's a close race until you hit um, Ottawa Senators, Montreal Canadiens, and Columbus Blue Jackets. All right. Are are they on the are those three teams on the wrong side of uh, the, the 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 it's close until they're thirteen points behind the wild card. Okay, Oof. so they are on the wrong side of. Uh, they're close they're until. seven games behind. Yeah. Uh, what's the best and worst records? Okay, uh, so in the Eastern Conference, the best record is... No, Con- just, just overall. Oh, overall. All of hockey. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I was just going to do quick um, playoff updates before I go into overall rankings. So Western Conference is looking like um, Dallas Stars have the best record, followed by the Winnipeg Jets, Wait, who the Preds on, beat last night. Yep. Um, Stars are doing something more than mediocre. Yep. Yep. And then <laughs> the Vegas Golden Knights are right behind them, followed by the LA Kings, who the Preds also have beaten recently. And then behind them are the Seattle Kraken and the Colorado Avalanche. Kraken. And then Let's go Kraken. Them are the Edmonton Oilers and Calgary Flames as the two leading the charge for the wild card. But closely behind them, one point behind the Calgary Flames are the Minnesota Wild. And three points behind yeah. them are the National yeah. Predators. <laughs> and then it's. Decently close up until you hit Vancouver Canucks, who are nine points behind, or sorry, they're 14 points behind, and then behind them is San Jose Sharks, Arizona Coyotes, Anaheim Ducks, and Chicago Blackhawks. So, for worst records in the NHL this season, um, the worst record are the Columbus Blue Jackets. Uh, they're 47 games played. With 14 wins, 30 losses, and three overtime losses. Oof. With a goal differential of minus 62. Oof. They're, they don't have the worst goal differential. What? The worst goal differential is negative 83, and that's the Anaheim Ducks. That sucks. Uh, they have 14 wins, 29 losses, and five overtime losses. So the best record belongs to the Boston Bruins. They've played 47 games. With 38 wins, 5 losses, and 4 overtime losses, with a goal differential of positive 83. Huh. So they're getting a lot of goals, just not winning games. The Bruins are on a 6-game win streak. Hmm. Um, yeah. So, it's... I mean... There's still a decent amount of ways. We haven't even hit the All-Star break yet. I think that hits... I forget hockey's such a long season. Ne- uh, next week, it's, uh, it's I think, 86 games or 83 That's games. That's a lot of games. Yeah. Um, but there's still a decent stretch to go. Um, I know I'm hoping the Preds can pull it out. I mean, we've, we were, we've been motivated after we lost in, like, really, really tight to... St. Louis in St. Louis. Mm-hmm. Um, we came back uh, the very next game. We scored two goals in the first 40 seconds of the game. Nice. Um, we ended up, uh, the Kings took a lead, and then we scored three goals in the third period to take the win. And then last night, uh, the Preds played Winnipeg, and uh, we were down a goal about 60 seconds into the game. And then we came back and scored two goals and ended up winning the game. So we're motivated right now. Um, we're learning how to. Well, you have a bunch of new players on the team. Yeah, no, we're we're a young, we're definitely a younger team, um, and that's what gives me a lot of hope for the Preds because we may we like we may not be right there in like the conference lead, but we're nearly th- two games back. We're three points behind the conference, uh, behind taking third in the conference. Yeah, over the Wild, right? Over the Avalanche. The Avalanche have 55 points, the Preds have 52, the Wild have 54. Okay, so you need need the Avalanche to lose two games. Uh, Yeah, pretty much. Um, That's what it's looking like so far. Um, I have a lot of hope for the Preds. Uh, Our goaltender just got uh, named, like, he's going 
to be the goaltender for the um, Western Conference in the All-Star Game. Nice. Uh, which for y'all, the All-Star Game works like this. It's a 3v3 hockey. Okay. Uh, not including the it's four v four, including the goaltenders. Okay. So it's how like overtime works, except um, it's a whole game being played three players on three players. Okay. Um, it's a lot of fun to watch. Each division has their own team. So okay. you have the Central Division, Pacific, yeah. Metropolitan, and um, uh, Atlantic. Oh, it's fun. Uh, that makes four teams. Yeah, that makes four teams, and you take. Um, I think each team gets one player that they send to the all-star team, and then you vote in the rest. Huh. Okay. Um, and you make a team from there. There's also a vote for who the coach will be, and it's a lot of fun, but uh, the all-star games are fun, and you're playing for a decent pot of money. Like I think it's like a couple million. Oh, so they actually something to play for. Yeah. But what's more fun are the skills challenges. It's a lot of fun to watch all of the all-star stuff going on, um, I remember watching it when uh, the when the All Star All Star Week was held in Nashville. It was busy downtown. It I'm, it was it was a lot of fun uh, watching all that stuff go on. Um, yeah, I mean they have a competition for fastest skater. Uh-huh. Connor McDavid consistently wins that, except for last season. I forget the name of the guy who won it, but he was a rookie. Um, good. But they have fastest skater. Hardest shot. Hmm. Uh, Shea Weber consistently wins that one uh, with a missile of a shot. A missile, if you would. Well, you know, still not quite as fast as a high-end MLB pitcher, but they he can get it into, like, the lower 90s, mid-90s okay. for slapping a solid rubber puck with a stick. Yeah. So clearly, what needs to happen is he needs to start pitching in baseball, but they just give him a stick instead. Yes. <laughs> All right. Who knows? He may be he may be able to help the Twins out. <laughs> we have plenty of pitchers this time. When they're not hurt. When they're not hurt, but, but they're all coming back from injuries. But so. I recommend, I know y'all don't watch a lot of hockey, but I recommend y'all watch the All-Star Weekend. It's genuinely a lot of fun, even if you don't like the sport of hockey, because mm-hmm. you just get to watch a lot of guys have fun. Yeah. Um, All right, and with uh, that, oh. and also uh, the mind news that I bring to the table regarding uh, a small update regarding the Nashville Stars, the potential the Nashville Dallas. Stars. No, the potential baseball team oh. expansion. Um, the they've hired uh, Don Mattingly. Oh, cool. Uh, to help with negotiations, they've secured the land for Nashville. In Nashville, that where. Where they'll build the stadium? Huh. Uh, they haven't built any stadium yet. Though. Yeah. No, I mean, and, we just finished building a soccer stadium. And uh, and not uh, not with the not directly noting the stars, but the commissioner has also mentioned a while ago that he's been he wants to add two more teams to baseball. So and that's and Nashville is definitely one of the bigger cities that yeah. people are wanting to have a team. Oh, oh well, yeah, because no 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 city has more momentum than Nashville. Yeah. If the and they've got an easy second city in Las Vegas if Oakland doesn't move. Yeah. Which it's looking increasingly likely that they won't. Yeah. Not this season, next season. Well, no, because didn't Oakland... Well, they got their money, yeah. Yeah, they Come got... On, yeah, the Athletics got the team money. Somehow. <laughs> so when uh, when would this happen if there was an expansion? Who knows? I, it's, it's, I'm assuming it would happen after a baseball stadium was made. Or uh, in the meantime, would they play... Because like, Nashville already has a baseball stadium with the sound, but yes, it's, it's but a it's small... A, it's, it's a, a minor league yeah. stadium. It's a double-A stadium, not a, a major league baseball stadium. So they'd have to change up the stadium a little bit to meet regulations. No, the regulations no. are fine. It's the stadium. Oh, stands. the stadium would just need to be bigger. It's the stands. Yeah, and uh, it sounds like the goal is to build a new stadium, not not because the Houston has Sugarland Skater, uh, the Sugarland Space. I, I'm just well, I'm, I'm just asking yeah. from oh. a general standpoint, yeah. like when would this be? Um, you would probably see the stadium being built first before you can be start getting excited. Um, but it will most likely happen like over one of the off seasons. Mm-hmm. Well, so, I think it'll get. Well, wouldn't we get approved for a team before we have to build a stadium? 
Well, yeah. Well, official uh, approval, yes. But they would have the 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 money would start getting organized. Right (laughs) now, I will say uh, the Titans are building a new stadium. They're building a dome stadium. It could end up if they. I don't think it would end up being negotiated to be a dual stadium. That'd be cool. That that'd be interesting. I mean, you don't see that often in MLB. Not anymore. But that that'd be interesting. The stadium, I, I was looking at it like it, it's gonna have like a little bit less seating, but it's gonna be nice. Yeah. And the goal for that is so that Nashville can hold a Super Bowl in the near future. I'm still fairly confident that you will hear something about it in the twenty twenty this not this off season, but the next one or the one after that. Oh, okay. Well, I'm excited. I'm excited for you. That'll be fun. Um, but yeah, I think with that, uh, that wraps yeah. up everything. I'm excited for a Nashville baseball team. Yeah. I'll finally have a hometown team that I can cheer for. I, I love you. finally here. not root for the Astros. No, he's still the Astros fan. I grew up fan. an Astros fan. My mom grew up in Houston. His secondary <laughs> team is going to be the, the hard, Nashville. It's hard to think of you not as a bandwagoner, though, until, uh, until... But, but, <laughs> but my secondary team would no longer be the Yankees. Thank goodness. Uh, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> I am, I will be, that is the biggest reason I'm excited, is we're not going to have to be around someone who claims to be a Yankees fan. I'm a Yankees fan. <laughs> anyway. Alright, anyway. Uh, thank, everyone, thank you everyone for listening. Uh, it's been Ball Talk. I've been Michael. Austin. I've been Zach. And Patrick was here. Uh, thanks Patrick. and gig'em. <laughs> Patrick was here.